This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. Keep you posted on everything and anything. This is Kelly and Ramya. We got community events for you. We've got arts and culture for you. We've got lots of disability conversation, most of it being AI today, but <laughs> more than that as usual. Grant Hardy and myself, Ramya Amudan, here with you until 4 p.m. Eastern if you're listening or watching on AMI TV and 6 p.m. Eastern if you're on AMI Audio. Switching gears a little bit right now, uh, we're talking about Milk. It's an award-winning documentary created by filmmaker Noemi Wise that offers an intimate look at the politics of birth and infant feeding, and it's screened as part of the Milk Educational Program through Safely Fed Canada, which is a national not-for-profit dedicated to improving emergency preparedness and food security for babies and young children. We have filmmaker Noemi Wise here. We're going to learn more. Hi, Noemi. Welcome to the program. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. Tell us a little bit about the film, uh, Melk. What what inspired its creation? Well, you know, I have been doing social issues documentaries for a very long time. And when making Milk, my inclination was to find out what was happening at the beginning of life. You know, when we make these kind of films, we think and we hope that we are going to make a big difference in the world. So I, in my mind, was if I can help from the very beginning, then hopefully everything will be resolved. So that's how Milk was born, trying to see how do we receive a new a new life into our world. Well, before we kind of get in more in depth here, we do have a trailer for the film. Why don't we roll that now? Sure, thank you. Every child has a right to basic nutrition. There's been a bit of a shift. A lot of the children under five don't make it. What often determines problems is how many interventions we have during labor and birth. Well, if I break your water, they're gonna send you up there. So she stuck her hand in to her elbow and with her nail, Broke the water. I do feel like I was robbed of the experience of having my baby. I spent nine months carrying him and never gave birth. Many years, the government has faced the challenge of child mortality. And to end up with a dead baby and have to carry their dead baby home in a cloth, it just broke my heart. So I'm dying to know the problem of infant formula flooding into emergencies. Is that still happening? It's still happening with the big emergency. It's cynical marketing. And the media haven't got hold of the truth. Uh, that's just a snippet wow. of the trailer. And my goodness, how much there is probably to discuss. And um, so much of it you had to, to, to get um, into context for this. So let's talk about mothers and infants and the kind of systematic overlooking of the, the problems, the challenges, the devastations that people go through uh, during evacuation specifically. Do you mind telling us about that, Noemi? No, thank you so much. Um, you know, milk, as we 
saw a little bit in the trailer, mm -hmm. unveils for the first time what happens under emergency situations with moms and babies. And um, right now we have an educational program that initially the educational program, was, I created it back in 2017 um, and travel with it across around the world, uh, creating uh, much impact in communities globally. We bring it back now um, because are everywhere, the climate change and many other type of emergencies have caused a lot of issues for moms and babies and families and displacement. And when you are in situations of emergency, um, you have to be prepared. So we teamed up with uh, Safely Fed Canada, which is a nonprofit uh, national organization that was created about seven years ago, inspired in a way for by milk and in response to the Fort McMurray wildfire that happened in Alberta. Mm. Now, uh, in, in our country, we have seen a lot of wildfires uh, during the summer. We are getting prepared for the winter and we don't know exactly what's bringing us. Um, so the intentions are that um, we can prevent uh, some of the issues that are happening with moms and babies, which unfortunately not too many people regard or talk about it through the educational program where the film is shown um, to bring the stories from moms from around the world and, and people relate to it uh, in a very deep way and then followed by an educational program to caregivers, to parents, to mainly to frontline uh, workers who have to deal with, with moms and babies at that time. I think one of the things that, that must be really tough is the fact that a lot of challenges are preventable. Mm. So I'm just curious if you can talk about like what some of the challenges are uh, related to infant feeding that we should be preventing and like what we can do to change, overcome those challenges. Well, uh, education comes first. Uh, so knowing what to do, uh, having a plan. Um, if if the mom is pregnant, she obviously knows she's going to be giving birth. If at any given time, uh, when a, an emergency comes in, there's a lot of stress that mother could be giving birth uh, sooner than expected. So it's important to be ready from the healthcare providers to know that if there's an evacuation or there is um, a displacement of a family that they are ready to to support that mom. There's a lot of emergencies in that sense, um, premature babies. Um, when you're in displacement, you have no power. Um, mm -hmm. That's one of the, the issues. When we talk about breastfeeding, uh, is supporting that mom to continue breastfeeding, to be close to that baby. Um, and and uh, we see a lot of commercialization. We deal with it in the film. Um, the formula companies come in very strongly with donations, um, which actually are not exactly what that mother and that baby need at that moment. Um, and the problem is that when you're in outside of the home, 
then you don't have electricity. Sometimes um, you don't have a way to sterilize that uh, bottle. Uh, it becomes a problem and more so that the mom that stops breastfeeding will not have enough milk of her own to be able to continue with the breastfeeding. So how can we prevent it is by education, by preparing people to know what to do, to have an emergency kit. Nobody wants to know, to, to know about uh, emergencies and nobody wants to talk about it, but these are topics that are very, very important. We are coming into the winter in Canada and uh, hopefully we will all be fine and no emergencies will occur, but we could have blizzards and we could just simply have lack of power. Mm. Uh, and if there's just lack of power, what to do about it? How do you deal with that mom and baby? How do you teach them what to do in that situation so she can be prepared the people that are beside her can be prepared to support her. Um, my mother, when she was pregnant with me, and especially in her last trimester, living in Sri Lanka, war-torn Sri Lanka, it was, I hear many stories from her and from other women who had very similar experiences around just the politics, exactly what you're saying, the lack of power or change of power and not having uh, any control over plans or uh, lifestyle changes or whatever like you just have to drop everything and deal with rations with provisions with actually giving birth so let's talk about some of that um not necessarily politics and government but politics around infant feeding that you may want to mention around this well, you know, everybody likes to help and, and we welcome everybody's help uh, at that point of an emergency, but not too many people are thinking about the consequences of the type of help that you're offering that mm. mom and that baby. And it's important to understand that, that um, we need to prepare that that mom and that baby, that, that parents, the caregivers, they need to understand uh, what are the consequences of donations? If donations are given, well, maybe it's money that is given or is or is people that are around, more healthcare workers that are around to support that mom in that kind of emergency. Um, you know, with the program we are going now, we are starting in Turkey as well as we are going across Canada, but as well in uh, we are starting in Turkey because there was a huge uh, earthquake at the beginning of the year and there's over 14,000 moms ready to give birth. Mm. So the program actually will be um, to, to train those uh, frontline workers um, to know what to do at that moment in case that mother needs help, that baby needs help. That's, that's amazing and that's super really impactful work uh, that you're doing. Uh, just curious about, uh, I believe I read that you're, you're already starting to see some positive change as you've been putting this program into action. Do you want to talk about some of the impacts you've seen, some of the changes that you're, you're seeing coming down to the pipeline? Yes, well, you know, when we initially did the program a number of years ago, uh, we saw implementation of changes in Canada and, and, and around the world. In Canada, we saw 
uh, implementation of change is a symbol of saying, I'm going to bring uh, this as part of the curriculum. Um, I'm going to be bringing um, more education into frontline workers uh, from different communities across the country. Um, I did not know about this and now I'm aware of it. What we have seen over the last number of weeks since we started with the program here in Canada are testimonies that are coming back from healthcare workers that have been in the field for very many years who are saying, I never realized that emergency was something that I needed to know and mm. now I know what to do. Um, that we call it a very positive result. I mean, the fact that people are being aware of the problem and that can do something about it and they will learn more and they will talk to other people in their community is the gift of giving. And that's the intentions of the work that we are doing, that we are able to bring information to people that are in the field and also to caregivers alike, and that they can actually talk to everyone else that they know. So your support today in letting me talk about this and sharing with the public uh, and the audience um, is that they will be inspired to say, I want to know more about it. And, yeah. and how can I help or how can I tell anyone that I know that is pregnant or that is expecting a baby or at least working in the maternal and newborn health that they should be part of this program. Everybody's invited. Yeah, that's really fantastic, this work that you're doing on something so universal but that it impacts literally everybody. Mm. Thank you so much for sharing. We are out of time, but really appreciate having you on. Well, thank you so much for having me and everybody's invited Thanks. to milkfood.com. Thank you. That, okay, was filmmaker, that was filmmaker Noemi Wise talking about their documentary, Milk. Check out that website. Super interesting stuff. And after the break, we have our monthly collection slash hobby segment. Bruce Baclarian, visual producer for AMI's Now with Dave Brown, is joining us. He's got some bikes he wants to tell us about. And it's not just a collection. It's a collection turned hobby. <laughs> we'll be right back. It's fun, insightful, and inclusive. Kelly and Ramya return in a minute. Join me every couple weeks for the Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther podcast, where we learn about outdoor tech and tips. Plus, we look at news affecting the environment. AMI's Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther is available from your favorite podcast provider. 